Jerusalem's Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend, the fire in his eyes, seven stars, his right hand. So thankful to be with you once again for this episode of the program. Watch, therefore, a little different scenario for this episode in that during this airtime, I'm actually in Africa preaching the gospel, making disciples, and I'm so very thankful for our viewers who are partnering with us, Team Messiah Jesus, praying, giving, and going. I'm the one doing the going, as many of you out there are praying and giving. And, and so I have a couple of letters from those who are partnering with me uh, on this trip. This is from Mary who said, I'm praying for your upcoming Rwanda and DRC trip, that there may be much fruit for the kingdom of God. Also for your safety, uh, many would shy away from DRC. I am thankful you don't, Mary. And, and, and so thank you, Mary, for praying and giving and helping me to go and preach the gospel in Rwanda and the DRC. And, and thank you for praying for my safety. I am confident the Lord is with me, and we're going to see much fruit, just like you have said. And then uh, there's a note uh, from Audrey who said, Dear Watch Therefore Ministry, please find a check for $500 in clothes. It's for your trip to Rwanda and DRC. I found it interesting that you told on air how much this was expected to cost. I don't think I've ever heard a ministry share this information before. It sounds about right to me. If you are trying to keep costs in line and staying with friends and pastors, therefore, please credit one fortieth of the souls to my account. Ha ha. And what she's talking about there is the cost of the trip was $20,000. And we do have a spiritual account in heaven. The Lord said, lay up your treasures in heaven. Amen. Well, thank you, Audrey, and I'm so blessed for, for Mary, Audrey, and many others of you who are partnering with us on this gospel trip to Rwanda. Now, having said that, I have a special teaching about Israel. Yes, and we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers to the Jew first, and then poured out for the nations and watch, therefore, where we do our work and the nations, as I said, like with Rwanda and the Congo missions trip. Now, I want to start this teaching off with a word of prayer. Let's do that. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you and our great God and soon coming Savior, Jesus' name. Please bless every viewer and bless the teaching and hearing of your word. We thank you, Holy Father, and our Savior, Jesus' name. Amen. And so in Romans chapter 9 and then 10 and 11, chapters 9 through 11, Paul, the apostle, writes to the Roman believers in Messiah Jesus in the first century there, and to all believers in the nations about how to think rightly about the Jews. Imagine one of the greatest writings of all time, the book of Romans. Paul spends three full chapters teaching believers in the nations how to think rightly about Israel. Now, one of those components we find, and that is unveiled for our generation like never before, is the Israeli believers 
in Messiah Jesus, in this once in the history of humanity window of time we are in right now. What do I mean? Well, we'll find out in Romans 9, uh, verses 27 through 29, as the Apostle Paul uh, quotes Isaiah, pointing to the return of our Savior Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. That's the context of this passage. So, Romans 9, 27 through 29, Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. Now, what the, what the Lord is telling us, what the Spirit of the Lord is telling us through his, his man Paul, is that there have been Jewish people down through the nations, and at different times, different numbers of Jewish people. Yes, and sometimes there were, there were many, and Israel was bursting with population, and other times there were dispersions after uh, great uh, destruction in Israel. Many Jewish people were killed. For example, the Assyrian dispersion in the 700s BC, and then the Babylonian dispersion and the conquering of Jerusalem, burning Jerusalem and, and destroying the temple and taping, taking many Jewish captives into Babylon. And, and, and then in 70 AD and then 135-ish AD, uh, the Romans, having destroyed Jerusalem and, and, and taken many Jewish slaves after killing many, you know, the Romans crucified about 200,000 Jews. Hallelujah. One of them didn't stay dead and he rose from the grave. Praise be to our risen Savior, Jesus. And so what Paul says here is that there's going to be a remnant, only a remnant of Israel that will be saved. Now, uh, in these chapters, we find that there's always been, since the resurrection of our Savior Jesus, a remnant of grace of Jewish people, a small number of Jewish people that have been saved down through the centuries. But that's not what we find here. What we find here is a remnant that survives the tribulation. Yes, in Zechariah 13, we see two-thirds of Israel will perish. Modern Israel, at the end of the tribulation, one-third will come through and will have called upon the name of the Lord upon his return. How do we know that? Because we see verse 28, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. That's the Lord's return to Jerusalem. But listen to verse 29. Listen to verse 29. What is this? And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and would have been made like in Gomorrah. See, the Lord's plan, his prophetic plan that we're watching right now and have been for decades, is to bring the Jewish people back from the nations of the world unbelieving in Messiah. You see, Israel was only partially birthed May 14th, 1948, in one day, fulfilling Isaiah 66. Shall a nation be born in a day? Yes. It was only partially born. It was only physically born. Yes. And the birth pangs that brought Israel to that physical birth were World Wars I and II. And after that, the shakings continued with genocides around the world and many other birth pangs, which will culminate in the tribulation. Right? will increase during the tribulation and culminate with the tribulation, 
of the destruction of billions. People will perish. So many will perish in the tribulation. And then when Messiah Jesus returns, there's going to be a remnant of Israel that is born again and receives him upon his return to Jerusalem. But in the meantime, Israel is in great sin. This little window of time, Israel is in great sin. Tel Aviv is one of the homosexual capitals of the world. Yes, uh, there is uh, marching through the streets of, of Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Oh, thousands, 200,000 in Tel Aviv, but many even in Jerusalem, marching under the sign of the covenant with Noah, celebrating homosexuality in Jerusalem, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot. So will it be with the coming of the Son of Man. And, and abortion, abortion is rampant. We support Biad Israel pro-life there in Israel. And, and so we see that Israel is in big trouble in sin. And, 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 and why does the Lord not blast Israel off the face of the earth? Widespread unbelief and even hatred of Messiah Jesus. Widespread homosexuality and great sin. Yes, and even shedding innocent blood, which got in Israel in so much trouble and, and caused those judgments and dispersions down through time. Why does the Lord not blast Israel off the face of the earth? Well, it's in this verse 29, which I'll unpack even more in just a moment. Yes, and, and, and so remember, Romans 10, 1 says, Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. You'll hear more about that in just a moment. And then I'll come back and unpack these passages. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. There are important things I want to share with you on this break. But before doing so, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all who have been partnering with Watch Therefore, our television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Oh, truly, the Lord has raised you up for such a time as this. And folks, we if you squint just a little, you can see the finish line. King Jesus is coming for us. Let's continue to partner together with this Watch Therefore message. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? The Watch Therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, 
John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who want to sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And and so this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. In case you're just joining us and by way of review, we see that the Apostle Paul spent three whole chapters in the book of Romans, chapters 9 through 11, telling the believers in the nations, believers in Messiah Jesus, how to rightly think about and understand Israel. And uh, we were looking at Romans 9, 27 through 29, and this is so relevant for everyone on the earth today, especially disciples of Messiah Jesus. It truly does put a big exclamation point after the signs of these times in which we live. So, Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. And, and, and then, we'll come back to these passages in just a moment, we saw in Romans 10, Chapter 1, the heart of the Holy Spirit pouring out through the Apostle Paul. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. And so this is the heart of God, that 
Israel would be saved. And we saw in those Romans 9, 27 through 29 passages, just how that's going to happen. We, we see this remnant that will come forth from the seven-year tribulation that is upon this generation, this remnant of righteous Israel who will look up as King Jesus is returning to Jerusalem and the Antichrist armies are closing in on this remnant to kill them. And they'll see this Savior coming, Israel's Messiah, and they'll cry out, Baruch Abba, B'Shem Yehovah, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And all of Israel that's alive at that time will be saved. Yet here we are in this once in the history of humanity window where the Lord has intentionally brought the Jewish people back from the nations of the world, unbelieving. Yes, May 14, 1948, fulfilling Isaiah 66 in one day, Israel was born, but not born again. Israel was physically birthed. And the birth pangs continue all the way through the tribulation to bring Israel to the spiritual birth. And, and so today, Israel's in great sin, as I mentioned uh, before the break. And there's widespread homosexuality. There's uh, great unbelief. 99.5% uh, or more of the Jewish people in Israel do not believe in the Messiah Jesus, and some even hate him. And, uh, of course, shedding of innocent blood. One in five Israeli pregnancies winds up in abortion, even up to the last day of gestation. Oh, it's so sad and terrible. How is it that God isn't blasting Israel off the earth with this kind of sin? It's verse 29. And as Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of the armies of heaven, in, in, in Hebrew, Adonai Sabaoth or Yahweh Sabaoth, unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed. What is the seed? About 30 to 50,000 is an estimated number that you hear a lot in Israel of believing Israeli believers and Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. And they are peppered across the promised land. And they have within them the righteousness of Messiah Jesus, preserving the land and people of Israel until the Lord's return. Oh, hallelujah. After the rapture, when Jew and Gentile and Messiah Jesus are caught up and the tribulation begins, there's going to be two witnesses in Israel. There's going to be 144,000, 12,000 from each tribe of Israel, preserving the land and people of Israel. But for right now, it's these born-again Israelis, the seed of righteousness in Messiah Jesus that's preserving the land of people from becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah. Now think of this. With regard to Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord removed Lot and some of his family out that he might pour out his wrath on Sodom and Gomorrah. But he's done the opposite with the Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. And he's put them in to preserve the land and people that it might not become like Sodom and Gomorrah. Isn't that something? Oh, hallelujah. That's why we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. Yes, and having heard that, if that makes you the light bulb come on, you say, well, I want to I support, I want to get involved, but I, I missed the break. I didn't see what was going on. There's information on your screen going up right now where you can get more information and where you can partner with us praying and partnering with blessing Israeli believers, this ministry, this bridge we have between Israel and the nations to partner where God is moving in Israel through the believers who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from, 
saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much, much more, even planting Israeli-believing congregations. And so, again, Romans 10.1, Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. And I want to tell you something. As this episode of the program is going on while I'm in Africa, I'll be doing pastor's conferences. And oftentimes in these pastor's conferences, I will read this passage I'm about to show you, and the, pa the pastors will still ask me the same questions, things I'm going to share with you in a moment, as if they didn't hear this. Why? These are things the devil does not want you to hear. So I'm going to ask you to really listen carefully to the answer of the question, with all these things in the Bible, with all the signs all around us, how can it be that the Jewish people don't believe in Jesus the Lord? And my answer is, read your Bible, because all through it, peppered in there, is the Lord's prophetic plan to scatter the Jewish people to the nations and bring them back unbelieving and then save them in the way I've shared with you already. But look at Romans chapter 11, verses 25 through 27. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. Who's he talking to? You. He's teaching the Gentiles. Are there any Gentiles watching? You're not Jewish? He's teaching the Gentile believers in Messiah Jesus how to think rightly about the Jewish people and about the, the nation of Israel. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion. He will turn on godliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. So let me unpack this a little bit for you. The Lord doesn't want us to be ignorant of this. Listen, the church, especially in America, but in the world, in the modern church today, is so ignorant of what the Lord is doing all around us, right in front of our eyes. And so what do we need? We need to understand his word, his prophetic word. And so many pastors don't teach Bible prophecy. Why? Oh, it's too hard. It's too difficult. And it causes division. No, they're all bad reasons. They're all really bad reasons. The Lord taught the Thessalonians through the Apostle Paul, new believers in Messiah Jesus, details of Bible prophecy. Why? These are fundamentals. These are, these are uh, faith in Jesus, the Lord 101. These are simple things that we should be paying attention to. Does it take work to get a hold of them? Yes. Turn off the TV. Put down some of the things of this world and pick up the Bible and learn these things because about a third of your Bible is Bible prophecy. He doesn't want us to be ignorant uh, that we would then be wise. Oh, I believe in Jesus the Lord and how come those Jews don't? That kind of thing, right? And he says that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles is coming. If you read through the rest of Romans 11, he unpacks this very clearly that the Lord sent the gospel to the nations and has a work for the gospel in the nations, yes, and then he's going to, through these end times prophetic scenarios, bring Israel to salvation upon his return. That's when Israel is nationally revived. Yes, and he says, the blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. I say to people, I say to pastors who ask me in a very disparaging way, why aren't those Jews, why don't they get saved? I say, when did you get saved? Yeah. Well, when I was 20 years old, I said, why? Why didn't you get saved when you were 15 years old or 16? What was wrong with you? No, you get saved when the Lord opens your eyes. Amen? Uh, and so all Israel will be saved. 
This doesn't mean every Jewish people person who's ever lived will be saved. It means that the Jew, Jewish people, Israel that is alive at the return of Messiah Jesus, will be saved. That's the remnant he's speaking about that we looked at in Romans 9. And when? The deliverer will come out of Zion. See, this is all in the context of the return of the Lord. The deliverer will come out of Zion. He'll turn on godliness from Jacob. He'll save them, right? For this is his covenant with them when he takes away their sins. The Abraham covenant, the Moses covenant, the David covenant, the new covenant, all made with Israel. And the Gentiles and the nations have been grafted in, according to other places in Romans 11 and in Ephesians 2, been made part of the commonwealth, experienced the salvation and the promises the Lord made to Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Speaking of that, have you been saved? Have you been delivered from your sins, forgiven for your sins, from your ungodliness? Well, what do you mean? Well, we've lied, we've cursed God's name, we've stolen, and much, much more. Yes, and, and there's this place called hell for sinners to go to, but God loves you. He doesn't want you to go there so much that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. What does it mean to believe in him? To turn from your sins, to repent, and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, believing that he did die on the cross for your sins and rose again, and he's your only hope. Will you cry out to him today? Oh, Jesus, Lord, forgive me. Save me. Give me a new life. I want to turn from my sins and follow you. Please give me eternal life and forgiveness of sins. If you're doing that, guess what? There's information at the bottom of your screen. And we have a brochure we'd like to send you free. It's called How to Begin my new life in Christ. Use that contact information on the screen. Contact us and let us get this brochure right out to you. And we want to participate in what the Lord is doing with you right now. With me, yes, with you who are watching, if you've never been saved, or maybe you just got saved and you need to know some steps. You know, what do I do now? Or you may have prayed to receive Jesus the Lord a year ago or whatever, and you never really followed through. Get this brochure. Cry out to him today, save me, Lord Jesus. I want to walk with you. I want to know you. I want to know the life you have for me. Yes? And, and so do that today. Oh, Father in heaven, please bless everyone who watched the program today as we prepare to close. Thank you for this special holy time. And thank you for teaching us how to think rightly about Israel, the Jewish people. You'll bless those who bless them and that we can see the times in which we live for what they are. Thank you, Father and Messiah, Jesus' name, amen. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be 
ready. We know he came. The Lamb who was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering King on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore. 